Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Oh, the gym is a big one, actually. Incredibly, incredibly sexy underwear going out to meet the girls for brunch. You're kind of like, do you all wear suspenders and stockings going out for brunch? Is that a thing? But that's not a subtle hint or a subtle. I know, I know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you've been cheated on, let us know. Yeah, especially because apparently if you're a dude, you know. You, apparently you know better than when women know. Yeah. Is that because women just turn a blind eye and just hope for the best? Especially maybe eye. if they're married, they're going, oh, actually, I don't want to have to think that this could be happening. So I'll just uh, ignore, ignore the signs. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I, I'm surprised by this study. I'm trying to figure out what the, the, what the signs would be. Because maybe lack of physical contact with your partner, maybe. Mm. Would that be one? Because you'd have that guilt, that inner guilt that you're doing things with other people and you might not want to be close with them. I don't know. Do you know what's a dead giveaway that a girl hates her boyfriend? What? She's plastering him all over her Instagram account. (laughs) Pretending that they're happily in love. Oh yeah, yeah. Every I would have thought the opposite. No, no. You have to make up for that. Yeah, but what if she's having the affair with um with somebody in work, and then, or she's having an affair with someone in the gym, and then suddenly he's seeing because she's probably pretending she's broken up with that person or that they're separated, and then she's seeing loads of pictures of you looking very happy. Mm. She's not going to want that, so. Maybe that's a telltale sign. Maybe if you've always had loads of pictures of your partner up and then suddenly that starts dipping and you're putting up really nice pictures of yourself. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Don't know. Maybe. Listen, there you go. So um, if, you're, if you're a cheater or have been cheated on, if you're a cheater, let us know what you did. What were the telltale signs that, you should have, that your partner should have looked out for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we can drop us a text and let us know. 87 uh, On the way next, we're going to be chatting to F104's uh, Louise Tighe from Sunday Night Live. She does the show. She was the victim of a very, very strange uh, and very, very obscure, random uh, online attack from a very, very weird and very, very strange, I think it was a Twitter account. But, um, yeah, really odd. She's going to join us now in a few minutes telling us about exactly what that happened because online abuse, never cool, especially not when it's uh, one of her own. She's giving you maybe an insight into exactly how it happened. Uh, what she was able to do about it. So if you come across something like this yourself, she might be able to let you know what to do. That's on the way next here. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. This is Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can visit our flagship store in Tala or get free delivery 
at playblue.ie. A couple of messages coming in there. We were chatting about the insanely ridiculous job application and the requirements that go with this particular job application to be an uh, uh, to be a uh, assistant for a influencer with more than 10 million followers. I apologize for saying that word, but that's what the job is described as. So things like you have to bring coffee, wake them up in the morning, you have to be on hand pretty much 24-7, you have to do a whole host of things that pretty much describe you as a slave <laughs> and nothing else. So uh, someone has texted in, the slave job, isn't that how Kim Kardashian started out with Paris Hilton? Is it? Uh, maybe they're busy enough to need someone like that. Yeah, I can understand having assistants, fair enough, but they want to be assistants, producers, they want them to manage their social media reports and, uh, and analytics as well, which is ridiculous. Um, but with how that job is described, they should at least have two. I know, they should have at least two slaves to um, share the workload. Share the workload. Um, some people talking about how the subtle signs, how, how can a man pick up on a subtle sign that his missus is playing away from home? Um, I think the signs are when you're with her, her mind seems elsewhere, she's fidgety in the car or somewhere sitting together. She's quiet and hasn't a lot to say. I'm getting this feeling lately. Men will notice more than women because men are more jealous and we just care more. No, women tend to pick up on things but keep quiet about it. Ooh. That is very true. We are silent but deadly. Yeah, you'll just stab someone in the neck then once you find out it's (laughs) But you know the way you think you might get away with something? And there might be a, a plan in place behind your back. Yeah. She's told all her friends. She knows exactly when she's leaving you. She's packing your bags a certain date. It's all done. You just won't have a yeah. clue. So, yeah, definitely in that sense, maybe. But, um, yeah, interesting. Going quiet and stuff. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I used to do that when I'd want to break up with someone. So it's probably kind of the same thing, is it? So, so rather than saying anything, you just sit in silence for four years. <laughs> No, but you know, towards the end when maybe they're very eager and you've had enough and you're just a little bit off. Mm. You don't really want to see them and you'd just rather be elsewhere, really. And then eventually you bite the bullet and you actually have to break up with them. But yeah, the the whole kind of fidgety, silent thing where you're just not really happy. (laughs) I can relate to that part. Can I be a little bit? It can be a bit of a telltale sign, anyway. So, uh, thanks for those texts. Moving on now, uh, we came across this story of one of our own, and maybe it has, it has happened to you before. But uh, I think the internet can be a phenomenally good place, but it can also be a cesspit of absolute toxic nonsense that can have a significantly detrimental effect on people. Um, and I, I would argue, I, I would throw this out and argue, dare I say it, that women get more of uh, the brunt of the abuse online than men do, unfortunately enough. But um, to talk a little bit more about what happened to her in the last couple of days, a very, very strange, a very, very weird incident that happened in particular. F104 is Louise Tang from Sunday Night Live. Joins us on the line now, Louise, how are things? Hello, how are we? Yeah, good. Yeah, we're you? good, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> it was interesting to hear about the slaves there. That might be quite handy, actually. I think so. <laughs> we could all do with one or two slaves in our life. I know, right? It's a lot easier. Who you make you a cup coffee. of tea, like, you know? <laughs> mm. uh, Louise, what exactly, what, what happened? So it's been a mad kind of 24 hours. It was around this time last night that I got a message into my Instagram account to just tell me that they had seen one of my photos up on this guy's Twitter And I was kind of going, oh, okay, like what kind of message are you talking about? 
and they were they, they sent me a screenshot of it and I was kind of going okay so I'd put up I'd been in Delgany earlier on that day going for a walk and yeah. I'd put up a picture of me on top of this mountain so that's grand the view was beautiful the sun was shining it was fantastic and he had put that up on this Twitter account with in the mountains no one will hear your screams enticing it so that was his caption for this for this picture now, I wasn't the only one, there was others, and it was because she had seen her friend's picture initially on this page, and then she came across mine. Now, this girl, to me, was a complete stranger, and I didn't know, I didn't know her. And she was, yeah. I didn't know her, and she was like, I wasn't sure if I should say anything to you. And I was like, I would much rather know about this kind of thing than it being left there, you know, that kind of way. Mm. So That's fairly was, creepy. It was extremely creepy. And I think it was more so... Like, obviously, when you see something like that in your pictures, part of it, you're kind of going, okay, that is weird. But then it's kind of when other people are kind of going, oh, my God, are you all right? That you're kind of going, geez, this is kind of, you know, obviously, keyboard warriors and all that, we're all used to them. But it is kind of like, does it cross the line then? Like, does it get to a point where you're just like, is this more than just you being a bit of a creep? Like, you know? Uh I would say yes, 100%. And you don't know, obviously, who's behind this. You That's don't. the thing. Yeah, no, no one messaged on you. Accounts. Yeah, no. There's no name on this account, and it seems to be that there's over, like, 700 people following this person, whoever it is. And so there's people who see this stuff. And obviously, I'm definitely not the only one. I know for sure that there was other posts there before it was reported and taken down. Now, Twitter did react pretty quickly. Like, before I even got to the page, it was gone. So... Like, in that respect, they're very much on it. But it's just insane that things like this are even on there and can exist there. And people are following this. Maybe you don't have to mention the name of the account, but did it have any kind of... Was it just a random bloke? Was there any particular description? There There wasn't even a name on it. There's no name on it. There was like, it was just a jumble of words or a jumble of letters. There was no kind of, it wasn't like, I'm Bill, I'm John, I'm whoever. There was no name, there was nothing kind of saying what it was, what it wasn't. And now, to be fair, I only got a screenshot, so I literally just got my post and then what the page is called and kind of the amount of followers and that kind of thing. I only got like the square, like the size of your phone square of it. So literally just kind of, here's your picture and this is what's being said about John. So on this Twitter page, it's just a whole lot of women kind of in similar scenarios like on a on a mountain or on a walk or somewhere no like there was other pictures like i was lucky i like i was dressed for a walk i had a big hoodie on but in other pictures that i had seen that he had zoomed in on particular items of the body and had posted them up as a single picture of their own see this just wouldn't happen the other way around would it no well i wouldn't think so now i could be wrong but i wouldn't think so was every single thing that he posted some form of like threat to a woman? Yeah, as I say, I only got to see a small portion of it and then kind of other bits that I'd been sent from that page because by the time I got to it, it had been taken down. So this is the thing. So I, I don't know what else was on that page, but I'm assuming it was a similar kind of content because, you know, why would you suddenly start, you know... You don't just caption things like that and kind of go, oh, well, that's the one's off. You know, you know, just test that kind of stuff out on your friends, you know. It's it's kind of, um, I don't know, a bit mad, to be fair. It is mad. 
Very creepy. Well, you're safe and well anyway, which is which is a good oh, I'm, story. I'm I'm great, and I'm so happy that that person said it to me because if she said nothing, sure, I wouldn't I wouldn't been none the wiser, like you know. And I think uh, for me anyway, I would rather know. I'd rather be aware of it than not be. You know. Um, is this the first time you've ever had any of those kind of like online personal threats that are alluding to the fact that you're going to be murdered in the mountains? Yes, luckily that kind of yeah. Now I've had others and I'm sure every other girl can probably say they've had messages from people and different things but never anything like that never kind of murder which was <laughs> that's a whole new level of crazy Life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. God. I don't know what to say. Well, the, the page has been taken down, I assume, has it? It has, yeah, because I, I literally straight away, like, even without thinking, I kind of put it up to my friends. I kind of put it up on Twitter myself. And I was like, lads, can you go and, you know, do what you got to do and report this? But it, I think Twitter obviously sussed it out before it even got to me knowing about it because by the time I got to it, it was gone. So they yeah, obviously been, even, yeah, they, they kind of saw straight off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter is notorious for just uh, leaving completely inappropriate stuff on their on their platform yeah. for months and months and years, and they're like, uh, "Hello, like, ah, don't mm. worry about it, it's fine." But um, so yeah, whatever no, was on that, then obviously they were just like, "Yeah, no, this is, has no place here." So, God, right? Well, mm. um, see, I always think in these scenarios, is it just twelve-year-old boys in their mother's like attic doing these things, so. or is it like a forty, fifty-year-old man who's just lost the plot? I mean, we can't jump to conclusions. I mean, we don't even know if it is a man or a woman or whoever it is. But the, (laughs) yeah, probably is a man. On the page, it did like they did address themselves as a male from Dublin. So, okay, but But I mean, yes, it could be either. You know, it's not necessarily. You know. Yeah, there's definitely a line crossed though when it starts. Yeah, getting creepy and, you know, I mean, you don't know if someone's following you up the mountain. You don't know if maybe that person was around that area at the time. Like, it is all very scary because, you know, as you said, we all get these horrible, creepy messages. I've had my fair share of very strange messages sent to me. Mm. Um, Nothing, you know, it was more kind of funny 
than anything. Yeah. I never felt threatened by anything, but that is a whole new kind of level of, of sick, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's something I'd never experienced before. That's that's new to me, to be honest, now. And I didn't really... And I suppose I still don't really know how to react to it. Like, part of me is kind of going, that's very strange. Like, how do you react to something like that? I don't know. You know? Going to have it's to start like, getting your own security now, Louise. Oh, that's it, you know. <laughs> Imagine I'll arrive into work with my whole... Oh, no, I can't, you're COVID. <laughs> my whole group of people. <laughs> but if and when we do get back to the studio, that'll be first uh, on the list. But listen, um, apart from the creepy threats to kind of uh, attack you in the mountains, was the walk nice anyway? It was amazing, yes. It was very short. I thought it was actually going to be a bit longer. But we'd actually gone and we got a, a drive through coffee. I was being very crazy yesterday. Oh, nice. drive through coffee, yeah, I know. And, uh, and then we went up this place that we recommend. I can't even think of the name of it. But you can see literally the whole of Dublin. It was incredible. But it was just, yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who was on the show last week with their other half up in a place called The Viewing Point? Oh, oh yeah. Do you remember last week up in the Dublin Mountains overlooking the whole place? What were your names? Oh, I'm getting like, it wasn't Megan or Ryan. Was it, it Ryan. Emer? Was it Ryan? Isn't that over beside the Hellfire Club kind of area? I think so. I think that's I what think. they said where it was. Yeah, yeah, you're, mm. you're correct and right there. But they said it's their Wednesday, their Wednesday night activity. So if you're listening again that Wednesday, get in touch, lads. Let us know if you're back up there. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. But listen, Louise, thanks for coming on and let us know uh, what the crack was with that. Gladly hearing that Twitter bothered their hole to do actually something about that. They sorted um, what, it, yeah. Yeah, what's coming up on your show on Sunday? Can you reveal anything yet? Oh, nothing yet. I don't know. Has to be a big surprise now. Okay, okay. You best get it. We like surprises. Sunday at ten, you can tune into Louise's show. Glad to hear you're all right and nothing too vicious came from that. But listen, cheers for popping on and letting us know what the crack was. Not at all. Have a good one. Take it easy, Louise. Bye. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, weird. Yeah, a little bit weird. The internet's a crazy old place at the best of times. But uh, when it starts getting threatening, you're kind of like, oh, okay. I just, I just wonder because in, in the back of my mind. I think when you get threats like that online, your first response is to go, oh, my God. And then you think it's like some serial psychopathic killer and you, you, you think the worst. You'd like to it could be, though. An idiot 10-year-old who doesn't know what they're doing is just looking for some sort of reaction. Yeah, but you can't take a chance. You just can't. Yeah, I know, but you can't be living in absolute paralysed fear either. I think the majority of the time... I, I remember reading stuff about this. The only pe- the reason that... People, or one of the main reasons that people will troll or give you abuse online, uh, probably once it doesn't border on harassment, is they just want a reaction because the, if you react, they're in control then. You know what I mean? If they make you react, then they have won. doesn't matter if you give them any sort of, uh, you know, cool takedown or good comeback. Once you have reacted to their kind of provocation, they've, they've set the ball rolling. So they are always the ones who have won in that scenario. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. You should never kind of entertain it. But, I mean, you know, getting the page shut down is an obvious solution, really, isn't it? Reporting them and just getting the page shut down automatically. Um, the mute the mute button's great as well because some people like getting blocked. Do you ever see people going, oh, I was blocked by Piers Piers Morgan? Who's the guy off the TV? Oh, yeah. Piers Morgan. Morgan, Yeah. Yeah. Love getting blocked and they love that too. The mute button's great, lads, on Twitter and a few other places because they're not blocked, but you can't see anything that they ever say even if they're replying to you. So that's a bit of crack um, as another tool to kind of sort that situation out. Um, On the way next, if you are finding living in Dublin or the surrounding areas rather expensive, if you're finding it a little bit... uh, 
uncomfortable to live. Maybe you're never going to see yourself owning your own place. And you're like, what do I do? Maybe you should move into a boat on the Shannon and uh, work from the boat, live from the boat and save yourself some uh, significant amount of cash. Because one person who was living in Dublin at the start of the year decided to move down to a boat in Athlone. Louise McCormick's her name. She's been documenting this all across TikTok and Instagram as well. And she's going to be popping on the line next to... uh, Tell us all this evening what it's like living and working from a boat on the Shannon down in Athlone. That's next here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. And as we know, uh, renting in this country and owning property is so easy that I'm on to my 74th one at this stage. <laughs> you wish everybody is in the same boat. I mean, there's no one kind of under... I would say under 45, that's on less than 100 grand a year that's going to be able to rent or buy in this country. So you're you're living at home or you're living in families, properties and um, trying to pay rent every month. That's basically what most of our wages go on. You're trying to boot your your granny out. You're like, seriously, come on now. Out (laughs) you go. I've looked after you for enough now and you can put me in your will. No, but some people are coming up with uh, rather unique, creative and different solutions to... uh, to finding a place to live and to doing things slightly differently. Uh, joining us on the line now, when you talk about being in the same boat, I was like, seriously, the puns are just flowing out of you this evening. It doesn't, uh, I don't even think you realise it. Uh, Louise McCormick jo- joined us on the line now. Louise, how are things? Good, yeah. It's a, it's a nice day out here in the, on the Shannon. <laughs> oh, lovely. Fresh air and everything. I didn't actually mean to, um, you know, throw in a few puns there, but what is it like living on a boat? Yeah, it's great. So uh, I, I suppose I, I, I plan to just spend the summer here, uh, and I'm not 100% sure that I'll stay for the winter, but certainly when the lockdown came in, I was renting in Dublin, uh, working every day, Talbot Street, 95. Yeah. And yeah, rent is expensive. I think it was 800 euros, I suppose, for a room and kind of with your bills or whatever. So yeah, I mean, that was a good a good enough price for Dublin for a single person in in, was, in one yeah. room. But, um, you know, my, my lease ran out and I just said, I have a boat. You know, I, I had bought one um, probably a year before and I had it down in Athlone. I said, maybe I'll just stay on that for the summer and see how it is. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. No, I, I absolutely love this. So you decided to go down. How, what's it like living on a boat like do you have like stupid questions I feel like as if I'm an American tourist coming over to Ireland going do you guys have electricity over here but uh, do you have everything you need running water electricity uh, heat internet yeah everything so um, like we have a mobile broadband so I have a router on the boat and like a Wi-Fi antenna that goes outside it's got radiators and like central heating with the kind of fan assisted central heating uh, shower you know toilet it's a six berth so you could sleep six people but two of those are so one of them I've converted into an office space um, nice. because I work from home and then the other is a double room and the other is a, it's the living room most of the time. So, yeah. It's so fascinating. Now, I get really bad seasickness and I'm sure it's not sitting there rocking back and forth the whole time you have a stabiliser on it, I'm assuming. Yeah, so it's it's not, I mean, it's, it's seasick for a reason. So I'm, I'm on the inland waterway, so I'm just I'm just on the Shannon, like, moored up. So the lakes, unless you're out in the middle of a lake, you know, both are pretty, you know, they, they won't really rock too much. And then the cost of living comparison towards what you were previously like are you noticing that you're able to like save a significant amount yeah actually I, I posted a few videos on TikTok and um, somebody actually a lot of people were asking about the cost of saving and I hadn't really thought about it um, I, I didn't particularly move down here to save money it was it's certainly a benefit I, I just thought it'd be a cool experience but yeah I mean there's a huge cost saving I, I worked it out for someone actually and I put up a video about it I think it, it works out at 150 euros a month or something like that for the mooring fees the rent like the rent, like I say, I stay in a private marina, so the cost of staying here 
uh, which includes like being the cost of uh, electricity, uh, the insurance for the boat, all, all of that comes in at less than 150 euros a month. It sounds like the dream. Now, I know you said you're going to stay for the summer, but you're not sure about the winter. Would you consider going back to re- reality, I guess, real life and paying rent? You know, I'm from the country and I think a lot of people who were working up in Dublin before the pandemic who've moved back to the country have kind of got a taste of what it's like to live in the country as an adult. I think a lot of people go to college and maybe don't go back home to the countryside and this has kind of forced a lot of people to do that or encouraged a lot of people to do that. I think a lot of people in the country have just seen that maybe it's a, a lifestyle that they might like better but um yeah I, I have i have no intention i don't think of moving back to, to dublin like i was trying to buy a house in dublin probably this year and and that's totally thrown out of whack now i i don't think i'd i don't think i'd probably bother living back in dublin i'd prefer to live somewhere like the midlands or even like limerick or cork or something like that or galway so yeah i mean and and now all of our jobs will be at least semi-remote so you know, commuting for two days a week isn't isn't so bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're myself and Saoirse are still broadcasting from home, so now I'm getting the idea that we could uh, move to a boat, Saoirse, and uh, you know, broadcast from a boat somewhere in the middle of the sea. I know they did that. There was a radio station that did that back in the there day. There was, there was. Yeah. We're going back old school and and living the dream like that. But um, what have you found? Have been has there been any like drawbacks? Is, is is anything you miss from being overcharged? You know, stupid amounts of money in rent in Dublin. Well, not right now. I mean, things like things like restaurants and social life and stuff is trying to shut down for everybody right now. So you yeah. know, everybody everybody misses that. So that that's something I would have missed, but it, it doesn't really exist in, in the form it was. So I suppose I'm not really missing that. And then the, the kind of upsides of you know I'm getting is I, I go for a swim across the Shannon on my lunch break on a nice day, and you know I just couldn't do that in Dublin City. Like it's, it's totally different. You know, the up totally outweigh, outweigh the downsides. I suppose. What are the downsides of living on a boat? Well, it's the same. It's, I suppose it's the downsides of living. It's it, in a small space. It's it's, it's you know it's it is a 35 foot boat at the end of the day it's, it's similar to living in like a mobile home or something like that only for the fact that you can obviously take it for a take it for a spin up the lake and um, you know it'd be similar kind of lifestyle I think of living in a mobile home so it, you know it, it, I don't think it's something I could, could do maybe long term I, if I was to do it I'd probably have to upgrade to something like a barge yeah, or a, a 200 million euro yacht that you could just yeah. park down on the Leary there and just have yeah. these ridiculous boat parties and go this is amazing so when you say you know you're, you're mooring costs and stuff do you have to uh, you know the renting fees can you just get up and leave this evening or are you kind of like contracted in for a couple of months period yes yes so I, I, I've taken on because I had this boat before um, so I have a you know a fee for that it's 75 euros a month you don't have to leave it in a private marina like if you wanted to really do this inexpensively you could do up a boat, put in. I, I have solar panels, but not enough to, 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 you know, I've got smart lights on here and I've got an Alexa yeah. and, uh, you know, a big television and stuff. I've, I have a lot of electric needs. But, but if you wanted to go completely off grid, you could put up a lot of solar panels and you can travel up and down the Irish waterways. Like you could travel up the canal, you could travel up and down the Shannon, Loch Dirk. And, you know, there's a lot of nice places. Like I traveled down to Shannon Bridge and I stayed there for a week, went into Lucas and they've opened this big, massive, they've opened this big, massive kind of, a place called the boat yard at the back of it. Hmm. We stayed there for a week. There was 50 meg broadband, like mobile broadband uh, speeds there. Like so, it was perfect for me. I stayed there for a week, and it was, it was absolutely fabulous. But you, so you could just you could just move around like that if if you wanted to. And would you feel safe? Um 
you know, kind of where you are location-wise. And oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in Athlone. It's, it's and I'm in. You know, there's the, one of the reasons I pay for it is that you have a key fob to get in. Like it's it's super super secure. Like only people that stay in my specific part of the marina have access to even. Um, you know, like the the, the, the marina is split into three different parts, and only people in this specific area have, have key fobs. So it's yeah, it's, it's super secure. And there's a few other people living here. I think there's seven people living on boats where I am. It's a it's a really really safe community. I have to say. Oh, that's cool. There is I mean, a girl that we both know, Cormac, that works in radio. Well, I don't know if she still works in radio, but um, she lives on a boat full time and she absolutely oh, really? loves it. Mm. Yeah, I've always, because I went for a walk down the canal here in, in Dublin before and then passing by the, the 12th lock and just seeing loads of people. I was surprised at how many people seemed to have their lives set up on the barges and on the boats and being on like, this must be amazing because if you hate your neighbours, you can just leave. You can literally <laughs> take everything up with you and go, I, I'm out of here. But um, do you mind me asking, because I know people might be a little bit uh, curious and you can tell me to, to go away and obviously not answer this question because it's obviously a bit of a personal private question but the, the boat that you bought like how much money do you need f- to buy a boat? Yeah I mean it's, it's kind of like asking how much money you, you need to buy a house there's, there's, there's so many variables like you could buy a, a kind of a shell of a boat the same way as you could buy a shell of a house and yeah. you know you, you could buy a house that's all bricks and then nothing works inside um, you know, and there's you know there's no proper heating and there's no proper plumbing. Mm. Uh, you, you know, so it's it, it kind of depends. Like certainly, if you're if you're going buying a boat, a lot of boats might look nice. And then you go and you think, actually, could I could I live on this? There's, there's a couple of things that boats need um, to kind of make them livable. You know, like like plumbing, you know, water heating systems, electricity. Um, there's two types of electricity. There's 12 volt power, and then there's uh, 220s normal house power. So there's yeah. Um, yeah, there's 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 so there's so many variables. I mean, to, to answer your question, uh, I suppose a really basic amount to get you on a boat that you might find livable, would, like, and I mean the base base would be twenty five k, and that would probably go up to about go up to about a hundred twenty five to a hundred. But I mean, you know, that's obviously a significant chunk of change for absolutely anyone. But when you look at the comparison of people who are now needing to save up. Uh, a lot of people can't even get anywhere near saving up. But like twenty five is a minimum deposit on a gaff now whereas you're saying that you know you could buy your own water property now for for 25 to 100 grand so i mean if you wanted to to, to take the plunge excuse the pun and, and do it full time or for the rest of your life i mean it's gonna save you the average gaff is what about 250 300 000 at least so you're, you could wind up saving yourself a huge chunk of change over the yeah. course of your lifetime and just living as you said i'm sure you're, you're going to be having such a, a completely different experience day to day than everyone else who's just holed up nine to five. Yeah, look, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a super lifestyle. Uh, like I said, I, I, I don't know if it's a, you know, full time thing for me, but I, I, people here are so happy. Like it's, it, it totally takes you back to basics. And I know I, I said I have things like smart lights and Alexa, so it's not that, you know, it's not, it's not super basic, but it's, it, it takes you, it takes you back and um, to, to be a little bit simpler. I had to downsize considerably to kind of even move back here for the summer. Um, yeah. it, it is a way to break a cycle. So I was already saving for a deposit for a house, but this this is certainly a way to accelerate that savings because uh, I had this boat already paid for, but if somebody had um, a desire to save and, you know, maybe we're struggling with it, you could get a personal loan enough to buy something like this and pay it off with the rent money, you know, and that could be a way yeah. to, get a, to get a deposit together for sure. That's what I was going to ask next. When you do decide to maybe uh, settle down in a, in a house or an apartment, are you going to rent it? Yeah, it's, it's, or oh, the boat to, to, for someone else to stay on. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I think I'd like to just keep it for for my family and you know myself to come up on. I, I think I'll just keep it because that would be a really cool thing. Now that's something in my head that I would like to do for a few months: rent yeah. a boat and yeah. just see if I can if I can, can make do. Yeah, manage <laughs> and broadcast from a boat. I'd love it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're pr- they're pricey enough. I know there's there's a few big companies, Emerald Star and there's uh, Carrick Craft. They're like two two big companies, and uh, you see a lot of those boats out now. You know, if if you take trips, taking trips up and down the Shannon is super. Like, and you see a lot of boaters out. But I know they're a couple of grand to rent for a week. Um, but they are very very nice boats that they rent out. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's an amazing lifestyle, and the fact now that all the internet and everything is set up that you can actually be working from a boat is ridiculous. Do you want me to ask what do you, what do you do for a living? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, should I say I work in um, independent news and media, so I work. Um, mostly with the Irish Independent and Sunday World. Belfast ah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're just obviously producing articles and content and whatever else. Uh, no, no, I work in the I work in the, the digital side of things. So uh, the Independent launched, for example, paid for content at the start of at the start of this year. So I work in that subscription side of things. Oh, grand. Yeah, so, yeah, you, just, you don't need to be physically in the office because you can obviously do everything from home. So once you have yeah. the internet connection, job done. Yeah, that's it. Happy days. Well, listen, this is uh, this is fantastic. I I'd love to. I don't know if I'd be brave enough to do what you did, but it would be definitely worth considering, especially if you're trying to save yourself some money. I came across your videos on TikTok, and that, that's how I kind of uh, found you. And I was like, this is an, this is ridiculous. This is amazing. But um, what is your your TikTok handle for people who want to uh, see inside the boat, get a feel of what your day to day life is like? Sure, it's uh, Louise M C I R E. So like Louise Mac. And then Iori. Louise MCIRE. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Very best of luck uh, with the rest of your boat life. And uh, we'll so catch much. you again soon. Thanks for popping Thanks, on. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bye-bye. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, a couple of texts coming in there. We were just chatting with Louise, who decided to move from her Dublin apartment to live in a boat that she bought herself down on the Shannon, which is a, a bit of crack, if anything. Uh, a few texts that have come in from it. The re- <laughs> a solution to the rent problem here, lads. We have it sussed. The reason rent is so high is because people are so stupid to pay for high rent. If people stopped paying high rents, the prices would come down. Uh, <laughs> it's it's literally that easy. We have now solved the rental market crisis, folks. We can all, we could, actually, we, we should celebrate. Folks. We should definitely celebrate. We there should we celebrate. But you know what I think as well? Um, things are going to change drastically now that people can work from home. So you don't need to be in Dublin. You don't need to be paying those extro- extortionate rates that we were paying beforehand. So you can broadcast. We could broadcast from the middle of nowhere once we have good internet. People can work from virtually anywhere now. Uh, they went on to say, I know a person who pays €3,000 a month in Grand Canal Dock for a two-bed apartment. Like They're beautiful, aren't they? They are beautiful, but why would you pay that? I just... It's disgusting. It's Even if you're on serious money, paying that for rent is just nonsensical because you're just throwing the money away. Buy a place. If you have that much stupid money, buy a place and then you can rent it out afterwards. Buy a boat. Go down and buy your boat and we'll be all sorted. Um, That's ridiculous. How long have they been able to afford that three grand place? Thanks for that, Keith, anyway. Um, Oh, yeah, the viewpoint. It's called Kill a Key Point. And that comes in from Cassandra and also... We sent that to Simone. Thanks for that, Simone. So, yeah, um, if you missed out that interview, Louise decided to move back to our boat in Athlone it'll be up on the podcast in the next few minutes anyway um, which you can subscribe to to get all the shows 
and feature segments interviews as well. So that's up on Room 104. Just search for that uh, on all the usual podcast platforms that you are on. Now, we're going to have a, a little test here this evening to see how much your mother loves you. Oh, no. Not, no, not just your mother in general, but I want to know how, uh, you know, you need to ask yourself, I want to see if you think your mother would do what this Ukrainian mother did for her son. She showed such dedication and loyalty and wound up getting arrested for doing it. Like, do you think your mother would break the law for you? No way. My mom would definitely not do that. Like, she was never one of those mothers that tried to be your friend. Do you know what I mean? She was always a mother. friend. Try to be my friend. No, she would never break the law for you. She'd be the one that would go to the guards and say she didn't pay her TV license like you need to arrest her. That's what my mom would be like. Like, like, should you be willing to break the law for your children? Um, I probably would. I would be that type of person. My parents absolutely would not. So I don't know which is better. I mean, at the same time, if you were to to know that your parents would do that for you are you not just going to be a bit of a spoiled you know what and think that you're you able to get it yeah yeah it's a tough one it's a tough one either you know their loyalty and will do anything for you unconditional love or your mans are going to ratchet out but in particular would your mother break the law for you and you know if you have a son would you break the law for your son if he was in a little bit of a little bit of trouble to kind of save him uh, 0876797104 this story of this 51 year old Ukrainian woman I think takes motherly love into the stratosphere. It's an insane story. And we'll tell you about that next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, Cormac and Sisha here on Room 104. You can subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you listen to your podcast on. Listen back to the full shows uninterrupted. And also get these specific interviews and the like up there as well. So go and subscribe if you have not done so already. Uh, I live in Roscommon, only €550 Euro a month. Chloe. 550 euro a month in Roscommon. Now, is that for a bedroom? Is that for a whole house, an apartment? What is it? <clears throat> this is, yeah, this is important because I used to live in Athlone and I was paying 270 a month for a huge, I'm talking huge bedroom, a bedroom that was like over this lad's garage across the road from where I used to work and it had like a TV in it, it had a couch, its own like shower uh, and a massive double bed and it was like amazing. I was only 270 a month. So if that's for a room, that's a little bit pricey but if you have the whole place to yourself is that's like for a one bed um, maybe not for a two bed but if you're getting a one bed apartment for that much Chloe give us the deets at 0876797104 want to talk now about whether or not you're, you th- you think your mother loves you enough to break the law for you um, is, is that the kind of uh, mother that you have or would she be I don't know I don't think my mother would break the law I think she'd just be too too afraid of breaking the law. No offence, Mother. I think she'd more like to play it straight and narrow. You know what I mean? She wouldn't engage in any sort of illicit or illegal activity. I don't think she would. Um, yeah, see, there, there's, there's three types of people. There is the mother who, like you said, your mother, would be too afraid of, you know, her getting in trouble. Then there's the mother that absolutely wouldn't because she's a law-abiding citizen and that's all she cares mm. about. So if you don't pay your tax or your TV licence, she'll go up and rat you out herself. And then there's the mother that will do anything for their child. Mm. How far now I've had involved? I have the middle one. <laughs> you have the first one. Yeah. I don't I've had friends whose parents have like lied to schools about them, lied about when they were underage, different things like that. Lied for their friends. 
Now, nothing serious. But I'd say those parents now, even at this age, would probably go a step further if their daughters that I was friends with were ever in deep trouble. I'd say they would. What do you mean a step further? Well, I guess if they got in trouble with the guards, that maybe... Maybe they try and put the blame on themselves. (laughs) Don't know if they go that far now. There's certain lines that wouldn't be crossed, but... Of course, yeah. we're no, 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 but maybe no. that they would take the blame. Like, my mom would never take the blame for anything I would do. Ever. Would she not even, would she ever take, like, a couple of penalty points for you? If you're you know, no. away from getting cancelled and you was like, here, just take these, mom, will you? No, see, she'd be the type that would stand there folding her arms saying, see, I told you. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. You know, she'd nearly be happy that it happened to you so that you learned a lesson. Yeah. And she was proven right. I told you, you were useless. Never amount to anything. <laughs> you know, embarrass the entire family. Oh yeah, I've been told I was a shame on the family once but when listen, I did something if, very bold. If you've if you've listened to the show long enough, you'll know the things that Saoirse did when she was between the ages of thirteen to eighteen were, of course, shameful. Humping yes. a teacher, making horsey noises in the middle of a corridor. The list goes on. So I'm I'm with your mother on that one now. In fairness. Yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty good at 13, but yeah, from 14 to 19, I was a demon, really. Um, 14 to 47, it's just been <laughs> a while. But as I say to her, did I not turn out fantastically well? I did. And I got it all out of my system by, I'd say, 20, that I was a decent human being. Six for the most years part. of hell, you were a horrible, <laughs> horrible person, Saoirse. Oh, like, I mean, day in, day out. It wasn't just the weekends. I oh. drove her mental. I didn't go to school. I didn't do my homework. I cursed at teachers. I did everything that you, you weren't supposed give to. Her, you, you should pay her, like, a monthly fee. She is at, owed at least 500 quid a month from you. She probably is, yeah. Repatriations for your horrible, horrible teenage years. I know. I, I think I'm a good daughter now, though. Like I was the middle child of five kids. I was completely and utterly neglected, abandoned. You know, middle child syndrome. She didn't even know who I was for, for probably the best part of ten years because I was so quiet. Mm. I have to step up. <laughs> to make some noise, which is always the way. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, let us know. Do you think your mother would break the law for you if, if push came to shove and she was faced with this dilemma, if she had to break the law for you? Do you think she would? Does she love you enough or does she love the law more? Uh, let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Depends on what it's for, Amy says. Uh, more parents need to step up and wither, uh, and either physically put manners on their little angels um, that are attacking people and videoing kids and adults. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you there now. Everyone's like, uh, kids can do what they want now and now they're going mental. They're going absolutely insane and mental. Another message in here. Uh, my mother's so deadly, she absolutely would. I never, I'd never put her in that position. Anything small, I'd blame on the other half. <laughs> and that comes in from Kev. Kev, do you think, would she go to prison for you now? Um, because the reason I want to talk about this is because a 51-year-old Ukrainian mother was arrested... For okay, it was an illegal criminal activity, but it was also for loving her son too much. What did she do? So her son got arrested and charged and sent to prison. Oh wow, okay. That's a big deal. Big deal, okay. And um, she missed her son quite a lot. So what did she do? She said she did it? No. No no no. He she let him go to prison. She had bigger plans afoot. She oh. let him go to prison and he was gonna be there for I don't know, it doesn't say how long uh, his sentence was going to be. But what she did, she rented a house that was pretty much beside the prison or near enough to the prison. And then every single night, 
this is pretty much what's that the, the Green Mile stuff? No, not the Green Mile, Shawshank Redemption stuff. Yeah. Every every single evening, she dug using like small little tools and spades. She only came out at night time. She dug a thirty-five foot long hole underground to tunnel out her son son out of prison. Did it work? No, she got caught and she got arrested. <laughs> oh my god. That's dedication. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm dedication, right? So she scoped the whole area out. She rented uh, for like six months, rented a house out where the prison was. She then said, it then says she drove a silent electric scooter to an empty field near the maximum security prison and then used tools to dig a 10 foot deep hole toward uh, the prison. She worked only during the night and then she made herself one of those little makeshift trolleys that'll help take the dirt out on the tracks and stuff. So she'd obviously dig, put it on uh, and boot the... Uh, dirt out of the end of the of the uh, tunnel and her whole aim was to try and get her son out of prison I think she needs to get a life I mean I don't have kids I'm sure if I did they would be my whole world but there's a line that you just don't cross mentally like that's just mad isn't it three weeks she moved three tons of soil and dug a 35 foot long tunnel and will he appreciate that? Probably not. <laughs> you just give out and go, you fish fingers again, is it? <laughs> Why did you get caught, though? You weren't supposed to get caught. You're no, no, she just you got went above and beyond renting a house and everything, going up during the night to do that. Mm. Oh, what that's really strange. Oh, yeah, I'd love her if she was my mum. I'd love that, but it's still mad. A little bit mad. Do you think your mother would do that? Would your mother, like, bore a hole... Um, the 35 foot long hole to try and get you out over three weeks do you want to get Joan the Moan on to <laughs> tell you to, to straight what she would do <laughs> she'd be giving evidence against you in court I tell you no you didn't know you didn't hear about time, did you? she'd be outside protesting saying I didn't get long enough in jail <laughs> appealing Lock the for longer. Judge, would you not throw an extra five years on that now <laughs> that's a, bit, a little bit light now she could do a little, little bit of time to think about what she's done oh no yeah, no, but she would actually she's do got that. a little bit of um, a little bit of notoriety now over in the Ukrainian public for doing this because she got a, you know, she got arrested. They they think found some of the tools in the dirt near the tunnel and then figured out, oh, uh, this woman's been doing this to try and tunnel it out. He, she got arrested. It doesn't say whether or not she's she's going to go to jail, um, or she get arrested. But she seems to have gotten some sympathy off the public. She just admitted her guilt when she was confronted and arrested by the police and admitted everything and said she just wanted to get her son back. There is a big difference though between. Having one child, you know, two kids, three kids, so on. If you only have one child, you're probably more likely to do something like that. I'm just trying to figure out, if your ma wouldn't tunnel you out of prison, does she really love you? Oh, yeah, I definitely try and guilt her into saying that she doesn't love me. But my mom would probably turn around and say, no, I don't. <laughs> what you did was horrific, so no. Um, so I wouldn't be able to guilt her. She doesn't do guilt. But I think some parents, like, I think you could guilt your mum. Well, maybe, maybe I could actually after a while. I'd be like, mum, come on, it's just, it's just once out of prison, please. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then if she said no, and then you turn around and said, you just don't love me, and then you started crying because you don't cry, then she might take that seriously and be like, oh, damn, I should have dug that tunnel for him. Out. Yeah. Crack the tears out, yeah, she'd be out. She'd be uh, getting her gardening tools out, getting the shovel out, getting the gloves on. <laughs> All right, here we go. What are you doing there, Mrs. Moore? I'm just planting some shrubs. <laughs> tunneling your son out of prison happy days listen will you let us know if your mother is sound enough do you have a mother 
that would tunnel you out of prison like this 51-year-old Ukrainian mother did for her son? Or does your mother actually not love you? Let's find this out. How many Dublin mothers would actually tunnel their sons out of prison? Or daughters, whatever. Let us know. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.